All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Tater Talk, recorded right here in sunny South Florida at Tate's Comics, bringing you all of the crispiest of business. I'm the Roland Emmerich Godzilla film of this podcast, Anthony. I am the McConaughey of this podcast, Brian. I really don't like him, so I'm going to be one of the many girls he did not get to hang out with, Joe. And it's unwise to presume that I've seen this movie, Jen. <laughs> a couple wait, different references, wait, actually. Any Matthew McConaughey movie? Um, let's see. I did recognize... You he's haven't not, seen Candle he's Shoe? Not in, he's not in Godzilla. He's not in Godzilla. He's not no. in okay. Candle Shoe, Brian. That's yeah, I ridiculous. I don't, I don't appreciate right, I know, that. I did because forget you started with... See, we baked your beans. We used two different references. <laughs> yeah, he's not in, he's not in Godzilla. No. I'm he, not I, playing your McConaughey game, guys. I'll I'm not playing, playing, playing it. it. I mentioned Fair. Godzilla. I will, yeah, you did all right, all right, all right. That's the only reason why I went to McConaughey. That is true. All right, all right, all right. You do that every time. I do, because I'm always doing a Matthew McConaughey impression. I don't know, Joe, one of the girls he didn't hang out with. I mean, judging by that movie, he hung out with a lot of girls. Yeah, I'm one of the girls that he didn't hang out with. The older they got. Yeah, I was way too old. They all just stayed the same Way too age. old for him. I'm an old lady. I am Yoda. <laughs> hey, there was also that one where he was the, uh, what was it? Uh, he's seeing all the, not the ghost. No, is it the ghost? Ghosts of Girlfriend's Past. Yeah, Ghosts, Ghosts of Girlfriend's Past. Yeah. I've seen that movie, unfortunately. I've seen that movie. It's actually not as bad as you would think. I don't know. I feel like it had I, a failure to launch. I've, oh, ooh. damn. He contacted you with that one. Yeah, he did. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> and now, now Jen's just dazed and confused. Yeah. Aren't we all? I think we've given McConaughey too much space in this podcast <laughs> already. <laughs> we can yes. never mention him again. No, uh, that's not true. That's no, no, not no. true we at all. Can, no. I mean, there's like... Uh, we just scratched the McConaughey surface here, Jen. Trust me. Yeah. Oh, how, <laughs> I mean, how fun. I'm... I mean, we could take you all the way to Sahara. <laughs> no, no, you don't. You never go full Sahara. I feel like you go partial Sahara, like 50 Sahara. No, because if you go full Sahara, you're like close enough to the mummy, but not quite. Does and that that's make... how you lose a guy in 10 days. No, oh, I thought that made you a wolf <laughs> of Wall Street. Nah. Oh, he isn't that. Yeah, I almost did. That. That's actually I really dislike him. So I almost did the the, 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 chest, the, the chest pump with the mm sound yeah. that he does. Yeah. Plus the danger of being in Sahara. What? It's unwise to presume I've seen that movie. Plus the danger. I watched that on the plane to so Japan, not knowing all the nudity and sex and drugs were cut out of it. So I, I, the movie it's three hours movie, and something minutes. That movie's right? like three hours and like a so 15 I was like, this is the best thing ever. I'm gonna leave this movie on so I'll know as soon as this movie's over. Over three hours have passed. This is great. And I, that's what I use movies for on planes. I just let them play. So I leave the movie on and I'm like, yeah, this is great. And I don't remember the chick's name. That's Margot, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Okay, she's really hot. So I was like, oh, cool. I like her. I'll, I'll watch her do whatever. This is great. I don't, you know, DiCaprio's in it. And apparently, did he win an Oscar for that? I can't remember. No, if it for no? Wolf. He won it for the, the movie Revenant, he got right? raped by a bear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. So well, <laughs> this one's there. And I'm like, all right, cool. Hit the play button. I'm watching it. I'm getting bored, kind of bored. I'm, I'm playing Dr. Mario while it's on. And then towards the end, I was like, man, I really have to get up and use the restroom. But I won't have to get up because it's, then I'm going to like trip out when the movie was. I'm like, it's no big deal. I finish it. Uh, it, happened, it ended before three hours. I'm like, wow, maybe it was like with the credits. Maybe the credits are like 10 minutes long. I don't know. <clears throat> I tell them afterwards because they're talking about the movie. And I'm like, I watched it. And I don't know what everybody's so upset about. Like, well, apparently was there, was like, about no, there was no boobies. There was so no... much was edited out. I'm like, yeah, it's so crazy. She's like, what are you talking about? It wasn't that bad. The movie was fine. You, you barely saw them do any drugs. You barely saw them do so He's like, what are you talking about? There's like a whole sequence where like there's like this and there's that. So the three most egregious scenes. And one of them, once you know it, it's so obvious that are edited out. One is... Margot Robbie answers the door fully nude. In the movie, it's 
a full shot of her at the door, everything. But in the Japanese version, it's aggressively cropped up it, to her There was head. aggressive cropping. That is yeah. the right way it's to say it. It's even like a little pixelated. It, like. Everything. The, every sequence that they want, they didn't cut straight out was so pixelated. Like there was a part where I realized there, they were doing drugs. Yeah, I was about to say, there's yeah. no, there's no, uh, there's no cocaine off of, uh, off of her ass. Out of. Like nothing. Yeah, out of, yeah. yeah like nothing, none of that. There was a sequence where they're about to do some drugs and then they just don't do the drugs. But the moment yeah. that they're about to take something or they show you the drug, it's like zoomed in really close to their hand. And I was, I was like, I don't. What am I looking at? Is that it's really pixelated and weird looking? I was like, all right, maybe this is some really odd directorial yeah, yeah, I think, choices. I think the movie was like in, like two and a half hours. So it was yeah. it, it was cut out cut forty five minutes. The, the funniest movie. scene they cut, which actually does affect the plot, is there's a scene where they have their high rise. He has his high rise apartment. Whatever they have a butler in the movie. The butler, when they leave, hosts a gay sex BDSM party. So the way they cut it in Japan, the butler kind of gives a knowing look, and then it just cuts to them firing him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and they don't even, and they don't say the reasons why. It's like, I mean, you can't believe you do that in our house. We don't care that you did that, but we just care that you didn't ask. And if you didn't know what was there, it's like, what? What, what did, did he do? do? What did you not ask? <laughs> What's going on? I didn't know because the Japanese version just. I don't even know if it was a Japanese thing. It was just playing it on. It was because I think an international. It was thing, an international yeah. cut, Maybe. so I think it's just they did probably you know they probably cut all that out because they didn't want anybody to you know maybe your neighbors don't want to watch somebody. I mean, I don't know because Deadpool had all the boobs in it. Did it? Yeah. yeah also, when I uh, I, w- I ended up watching uh, Wedding Crashers on there, and Wedding Crashers, I mean, that, you know, not that plane, but a much earlier yeah. plane. Um, they, Wedding Crashers on there, and boobs and everything. Wow. I think that's I just. I feel like it was robbed. There's things yeah. in Japan you don't do, and I guess you don't do that stuff. But Joe was like, I feel like I watched a completely different movie. I'm like, actually, some of the scenes that were cut out do make it a different movie. <laughs> I had to full out ask certain things because I had no idea what happened in some sequences because they weren't there. No, nope. so, yeah. they were not. So thank you, Matthew McConaughey, for this detour down yep. Wolf of Wall Street. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> he's gross. Yeah, I agree. If he's a man of God, Joe. He drives a, a car that I can't remember the name of now. Buick. Thankfully, well, the, the no, car he did the commercial. Yeah, yeah I, thought really, a, I thought it was a Buick. I don't know. I, don't I can't know. remember, I which is really great. Drives, but, but see how slow he's talking. It. See that? I That's feel actually like I'm one with the road. Why I don't like him because everything he says is like the crappiest William Shatner slow I feel level. Like my soul has merged with the tires. Yeah, and, and now we're done. Oh, you know what though? I'll that's, give him. That's I'll the give whole him commercial. True, yeah. I'll give him True Detective. That was actually a great show. Yeah, yeah that he was. was great. But he also like didn't talk like this. He's like well, that's the exact same thing like with Ghost of Girlfriends Past. He he didn't. He's just a normal dude in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and how to how to lose a guy in ten days? He was kind of. It was a little bit, but he was not as McConaughey because he was supposed was, to play he, like a, a a fast talker, like a business person. Yeah. Well, he's in a lot of those movies, man. Yeah, he's not. He's, he didn't go full Contact because in Contact that is he's that is very Southern. Okay, contact draw. is probably my favorite movie he's in, but it's not because oh, no, of him. It's not because of him though. Exactly. <laughs> Should have said a poet. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna anyways. suggest we move on. Yeah, let's, let's move on to <laughs> let's move on from the Ballad of McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to what we've been reading this week. Uh, Jen, how about you? Okay, well, I picked up the one shot or one issue for Job of the Hut, and um, so I've so far I've read this one, the first three pages of um, shoot, which one was it? Galaxy's Edge. No, um, the Boba Fett. No, the other one. Maul. Oh man, there's way Lando. more. Grievous. Lando. Lando. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like twenty of them. Oh well, then yeah, never mind. Well, I've read that one, the first three pages of Lando, and then the Boba Fett one. And so far, this the Jabba the Hutt one shot, my favorite. 
It's not even really about him. It's more about like how he sends a whole bunch of idiots into a trap and then they all die. Yeah, sounds like Jabba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they die, you don't have to pay them. Yep. Eeky, winky, no pay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I low-key. Oh, man. Salacious Crumb, my favorite. He's in there, but I know he's he in there. great commentary. Mm-hmm. You know, Salacious Crumb became one of my favorite Star Wars characters for no reason. He doesn't do anything in the movies. Like, he's lame. He actually does a lot in the Expanded Universe books. He does more than Boba Fett. He does. Uh, <laughs> but as a kid, he became my favorite character because I just could not believe there was a character in a movie named Salacious Crumb. I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> so what? anything interesting happened in it besides those people dying? No. Anything that stood out to you? I mean, in all honesty, it's fairly good. Like, everyone, like, if, if you realize Jabba's not an idiot, then you see the trap coming a mile away, and it's yeah. all that fun of watching a bunch of people do a stupid thing and then pay the consequences. <laughs> nice. Uh, Nice. Yeah. So, I mean, but, it, but it felt like a Star Wars story, though? Yeah. Okay. And it, had no, it does no impact on anything in the larger scheme of things, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. The problem with these is a lot of them don't have impacts. They're kind of just standalones, which is fine when it's a character like Jabba the Hutt. It's less fine when it's like Han Solo or Lando or Boba Fett or Darth Maul. It's like, okay, but you guys should have impact on yeah. something. Everything. Yeah. everything. Yeah. But <laughs> these don't. So, like, Jabba the Hutt, that's fine. Mon yeah. Mothma, hers was fine because mm-hmm. while yeah. she has impact, it was about her before she even hit the rebellion. So I was like, oh, fine. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's a, not a bad read. Oh, well, I will go next. I ended up reading Clue, Candle Shoe. <gasps> I mean, Stick, Candlestick. Purple. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it's a Clue story. Basically, it's, it, it very much winks and nods at you the entire time. <laughs> Uh, for the first issue, I don't. I forget how many issues it's going to be. I don't think it's, it's set in six. there. But it's it's very much just winking and nodding at you. It's it's basically Mr. Body gets everybody together, you know, at his house. Hijinks ensue, but they put more of a of a narrative and connotations on the actual uh, pieces of everything. Mm-hmm. So like the rope, like hung somebody, like you know, whatever in the 1700s. Uh, this other, you know, the lead pipe murdered somebody else and whatever. So it's not just a random it's, collection of no, stuff in a house. No, it's not. He likes to collect things, you know, that have meaning and value. Uh, the knife is from Jack the Ripper. It, it's, it's, it's a bunch of just random things that as you're reading it, everything's just with a wink and a nudge. Uh, at one point, he unfurls the map of his, the diagram of his house and then it shows it and it's the game board <laughs> with the pieces like, like the square pieces you know like the little where you move Time. your pieces yeah everything that is on there that's great that's kind of great I, I actually really like that oh I, 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 I was like when they rolled out the thing I was like oh please be the map please be the yes, yes. <laughs> and yeah, it, the entire thing is just winking and nudging you like all their keys to the door are underneath um uh, pieces like game pieces, like giant game pieces, but all their color of game pieces. Uh, uh, that's kind of great. Oh, it, oh, it is great because at first you don't realize it because you know you see like just one of them, and then later on you see uh, Mrs. White uh, going all throughout and and going underneath everybody's game piece that they each had their own individual key under. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is this is fantastic. This is great. So on a scale of Scooby Doo to Murder She Wrote, where does it fall? Ooh, oh. I want to go directly in the middle. So a Cagney and Lacey. Cagney and Lacey. Okay. I want to I go with that. Castle. Yes, actually, a, a little bit Castle, but it's 
it's even more hijinky than that because that's why I say cagney and Lacey. Lacey. So I so I really do think like you're not reading this unless you've seen the movie. You know what you know. You've played the board game. Like it is very much just winking and hitting you and just just making sure you love every single reference that it throws in there. That's kind of hilarious. It's 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 actually pretty good. The art style's not great, but I get it because it is kind of like how a comic strip would be when if when the game first came out. So I, I do appreciate that. So I will actually pick up the next issues. They're they're pretty they're pretty awesome. So yeah, that's Clue uh, Candlestick. Got a raging clue. Raging Very clue. Cool. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Anthony? What you read? Um, I didn't really read anything this week of note. Like I read some of the World of the Realms tie-ins, which are I mean they're fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I did start my kind of yearly rereading of Akira this week. So I just finished volume one. And I still love reading that book. I still it's like the best. To me, to read. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Nothing this week, like, super reached out. Although now I kind of regret not reading Clue. Yeah, and, and again, I don't... <laughs> I feel like I'm going to pick it. Because it's the art that pushed me away from it. And I and I completely get that. I was not going to pick it up because of the art. But I was like, eh, let me just see how bad may this as well. is. And hey, it's great. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, I pretty much read... We started reading Akira again. I kind of read it every year. Um, I usually push it a little further down in the year. But I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um. And even though I've read it like a billion times, I still love reading Akira. And no offense to anime, but God, the manga is just so much better. Yeah. Well, I mean, considering the anime is only, what, one of those books? It's it's the first book, two pages from the second, and the last book. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's weird, though? I was saying to a customer, I can't, not that I can't, but I really can't criticize the movie because it's by the same guy who did the manga. So obviously this is what he deemed, I guess, not important to him. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, you cut out like the in Akira, there's like a whole rebellion in Neo Tokyo, like led by Tetsu or um, Kaneda and Kei. And like Tetsuo becomes emperor of part of Neo Tokyo while Akira rules. Akira is in the book. Yeah, I was about to say, it's called <laughs> Akira for a reason. Like, he's a major <laughs> character in the book. Yeah. Um, and it cuts out like something like twenty major characters from the manga. Yeah, but it's hard to kind of criticize. I'm like, yeah, but it was still. I the guess mi- to the yeah. story he wanted to tell, none of that was necessary. And in reality, the the gist kind of is the yeah. same. And you still you couldn't have done that in a two hour oh, movie no, or that, an hour and a half. Movie. I've always said that it has to be a series of OVAs. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And at the end of the day, the point kind of is the same towards the end in the manga. You got there in a way different way, mm-hmm. but the moral story is kind of there. So. Yeah. But yeah, I started rereading that this week because just nice. this week was like, I don't know. I was like, oh, I don't. And I read a lot of comics, but none of that stuck with me. Like the Punisher one didn't stick with me. I read Detective, but it's a middle issue in an arc. So like nothing happened. And I'm like, and I've been reading this current arc, but like it's literally a middle issue of, hey, in case you haven't been reading, this is what happened. I'm like, yeah, I already know. I've been keeping up with you. I yeah. got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Right. I did read the two new books out from Eastman's publish- publishing company. Um the Ronin one? No, the um, Dark Ink and Radically Raging Ragdolls or whatever it was. Yeah, Ronin Ragdolls, yeah, I think. Yeah, they were cool to read together because the Ragdolls one is basically TMNT with cats. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. It, it's, it's not bad, but that's what it is. Yeah. On purpose, too. It's a spoof of TMNT. Mm-hmm. So the Dark Ink one is about the writers and the artists who are working on this book. And as they're writing it, violent stuff is happening to them as they write the violence in the book. So it's kind of cool to read them together. Nice. It's kind of cool. So yeah, there you go. You know, there nice. you go. There that you was go. cool. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, uh, one other aside, real quick. Uh, so with the clue book, I have a feeling this is clue. going. 
cliff. This is going to be kind of like uh, Naruto, where as soon as you get somebody's backstory, they're gone. Oh, oh, that's kind of great. So, Shimoto in. So yeah, like I don't want to ruin who who's in the who gets off in the first one, but like you start getting to his backstory. It's not Mr. Body. <laughs> but as soon as, you, <laughs> uh, as soon as you like, like as he's going, you're like. Wait a minute. Why are we going to this guy's backstory and then immediately go? <laughs> it's pretty great. I will say because of you, I'm gonna I'm gonna after hey, you we finish this, I'm gonna go pick it up. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, all right, Joe. And last but not least, uh, in normal Wednesday fashion, I had Jen pick a, bo- a book off the wall. Oh yeah. yeah Which she, one was it? She named me Batman Beyond number thirty-two. No, I am not reading Batman Beyond. Yes, I have read some of it like a year and a half, maybe two oh, years ago. Oh, it's not even the same book. Oh, oh no, it's not. However. It starts off in the most amazing way. He is trapped in like some sort of gravity holding thing. And he's like, oh, my bones are going to break if I don't get out of this gravity thing. I can't even stand up. And then you've got Bruce and Matt, who I don't know. And Matt, his brother, <laughs> I'm assuming. Um, and they're, they're like, oh, no, we can see Terry through this thing. But he's like going to get killed. How do we help him? And Batman's like, mm, don't care. I'm old. I'm going to go to sleep. And then Matt's like, what you mean, man? I got to help Barry out. And Terry's like, I think I'm going to die here. Maybe probably not because I'm the Batman. And then he gets out of it. Of course, his Batman suit. It's all left up. And I am, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm kind of living for this. It's actually pretty great. The bad guy, I believe, is called the Split, and he's basically an a, a an Evangelion villain. He's basically like two dudes that are melded together, and then like they're not melded together, and like the dudes are like one of them's evil, and he's like, I hate everything, and I'm gonna kill all the people and by all the people who means Batman. And the other one is like it's like brothers or something. And the other one's like, not really, not about killing. I'm all about like whatever else it is they're doing. Which by the way, I have no idea. They might be horrifyingly bad terrorists. They might be guys that just like laugh at old ladies who fall and break their hips. I don't know. I don't know what kind of villains they are. This sounds like their version of Two Face to me. That's what it sounds like. I totally agree, but I don't know. I, I really, oh, no. I, I don't know. They they look like a like putties from the Power Rangers. No, they mad you. I know who you're talking they, about. They look, they look so ridiculous, but it's great. Everything is going on is great. Uh-huh. Then you've got at one point you've got like that Matt kid, and he's like, "Oh man, thanks, thanks, Bruce. Like we should probably now that Terry's out of this trouble, and we're gonna go fix this bat suit." And Batman's like, "Yeah, again, I'm an old man. I'm old. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sleep. I'ma catch some Z's," which is a very odd thing for Bruce Wayne to say, but he did say it. And I was, okay, Maybe you know what he scroll. means by catching some Z's. That man means go play in the casino. Casino he's never been in, and he's going to hang out with hot chicks and make more money at the casino. So when Terry goes back in to go find these bad guys again, and the bad guys are like, we're meshed into one person now. We're basically like a sashil, and we're really cool. They, they, they have a hard time talking and fighting at the same time, but then they beat the living snot out of Terry. Like, they are, like, destroying <laughs> him. And he's like, oh, man, this time you can't teleport, so I'm going to get you. And they're like, teleport? <laughs> bam, 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 bam. They're just beating the crap out of him, and then you've got Matt like, "Oh no, what are we gonna do? We gotta find Batman!" And then the um, card, the card crew—I can't remember their name. The, the Royal Flesh Gang. There we go. The, the chick from the Royal Flesh Gang, the Ten. Uh, she she was she had been offering helping helping him out earlier, and he was like, "No, nah, I don't really need your help. I'm good." And she was like, "All right, well, I mean, like, I got my costume. If you need backup on this," and they were like, "Yeah, we'll find Bruce and we'll ask him for help too." And Bruce is like, "Yeah, I got these chips, and I got all these hot chicks, and I'm just starting." And it's like, da-da-da, what happens next time? It's pretty great. So, was so, it Shui? Yeah. <laughs> no. It was not Shui. It's not happening. It's happening. It's not, it's happening. not happening. Guys, it was Shui. No, it was not. So, so is that, was the 10 like a hard 10? Like, 
Like is that girl like a hard time? Have you, do you have you not seen her? Do you that not is, remember that her? That is that is as close to like an Alice Eve looking character yeah. as you yeah. can get. They so actually call her like I'm a baby. Right. Like she's, she's yeah, she's there's very, a, very attractive. There's a reason why she's the ten character. She's a ten. She's a ten. But uh, it, it was actually a fantastic issue of Batman Beyond. I haven't read it in probably two years, all joking aside about it. They they told a story so well, and I am very interested in finding out what happens next time because they look like they beat the living snot out of him. Like <laughs> he is getting destroyed. They've got these like metal poles, they break apart they're just like pop, 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 pop. they're just beating the crap out of his head it really like it, it's very like i don't know if terry's gonna be able to walk yeah, after he's this. <laughs> his <laughs> suit's like, like i know that bat suit's really hardcore but yo bro man like they, they're beating you up his suit's been through worse your face is still kind of showing in some of it now <laughs> <laughs> hey michael keaton wants to wants to win some chips all right he's not rich enough obviously obviously he's undergoing obviously. an investigation of course yeah. he's investigating, but She's they don't, the youngins don't know that. They just think he's a douchey old dude who's leaving them and not helping Terry and doesn't care about it. I mean, he is a dude. Yeah, I was I about mean, to say, that would not be out of this Bruce Wayne. No, in that book, house. he's actually like the worst. <laughs> he's pretty bad. He was pretty bad when I was reading it years ago. I was like, yeah. after a while, I'm like, they've I just made him even worse. I mean, uh, they're, they're really, you can't really like progress him differently because, especially, you know, where it started with a cartoon, he really was like a great person and a great, you know, a mentor. So what are you going to do in the comics? You can't just continue this for 20 years. No, you got to full Clint Eastwood him. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So good comic week, guys. Definitely. Yeah. Except for Anthony. No, I remember I found my <laughs> I two. Know, I found I them. <laughs> you got to go digging. <laughs> well, it's just like 30 War of the Realms books came out this yeah, week. It's all I can remember in my head. Yeah, I know. So many that I actually don't remember what happened in Journey. I, I, oh. I read a bunch of them. It was Journey last week. You know, Journey was this week. It was Journey. It was this week, right? Yeah, it was. Um, I don't remember what happened. Strike That's Force, how much Agents came of out. Atlas, it was Agents of Atlas, which else. we sold out of, which I wanted to read. Uh, so, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So let's go to the to the news of this week. Yeah, news. News. Yeah. So Swamp Thing full trailer. First full trailer. First full trailer. And it comes out when? Like... Next week? A couple this weeks? Week? No, this, this week. week. This, this week. week. End of this week. Friday. First full her. trailer. All right. You mean, I'm sorry, oh. do you mean the Abby Arcane show featuring Swamp Thing? I know True Calling when I see it. They can have my eyes. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch it. Well, Yeah, we, we were joking about it earlier where I was like, it's kind of like Saturday Night Live, but it's like, it's Swamp Thing featuring, or, you know, Swamp Thing starring, starring. you know, all the characters, and it's like, featuring Swamp Thing. With your ho- with your host Abby Arcane. Yeah, <laughs> you know what it is. Earlier, we were not. This is slightly off topic, but not really. Earlier, you and I were talking about Picard, and I'm like, you know what? I've been kind of like doing the trial membership thing for CBS All Access, so I can watch it, like the seasons of Discovery, and mm-hmm. they've been horrible. And I said to Brian, I'm like, this might finally get my money. Yeah, for CBS All Access, I really would like for because I, I mean, I am watching the DC shows, just not buying the membership and i was hoping that swamp thing would like do it mm-hmm. in that trailer i'm like i don't know man which is sad because i will say i i kind of do want to pay for it now because of doom patrol but like swamp thing is not pushing me over the barrier no but doom patrol had a good ending though doom patrol had a dope ending good. and they did two things in doom patrol i thought they would never do they introduced flex metallo and danny the street and in case anyone's wondering obviously we'll be talking spoilers <laughs> danny yeah. from the street well, they're, they're not so spoilery <laughs> but um for the gens out there. Actually, no, that's not fair. Like, those are two ridiculous characters that don't make any sense that most people don't know. But Flex Metallo is a guy that's modeled off, off of the old um, Atlas Beach ads. 
Yep. Um, Atlas Man. Atlas Man. And his power is that when he poses, depending on what muscle he can flex, he can actually alter reality. And they do a cool thing where, like, when he does it, it says Hero of the Beach over his head. So he actually is in the show wearing his leather or his leopard print Speedo with his flat top. And he poses to t- chain stuff. And then... um my mind just went to Mr. Tangerine Speedo, Kinda. but I, I put leopard print um, Speedo there instead of Tangerine. <laughs> yeah, and then Danny the Street is a sentient city block. Jeez so all the buildings, the grass, everything, the street signs, the street lights, they're all sentient part of him, and his only power is to teleport. And all the people who live on the street are part of him as well. And there's this great episode where like Flex is trying to show them, because he figured out who the villain who's played by Alan Tiddick is, Mr. Nobody, what his power is. So he's trying to show, he's like, look at the white spaces. And he accidentally makes Danny the street and all the people orgasm. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's weird. And the street's like going, oh, God. Like in all the marquees, it's like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. And like fire hydrants are bursting. But it was really cool because like the, the villain's power ends up being he can take people into the white spaces between panels of comic books. That's so cool. That's pretty cool. But so far, I'm not seeing anything like that yeah. looks like that in the Swamp Thing trailer. So Danny on the street. Is Danny the, the Street. Danny, sorry, Danny the Street. I, I keep on going to Billy on the Street. I, yeah. Wouldn't that be great if he was part of that? Right? Oh. Uh, I feel like he's the villain that Spider-Man would fight because he's the ground villain, whereas Ego was the was the character that the Guardians face. Danny the Street is a good guy. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Well, though. sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you know what? That is the kind of asinine thing Peter would stumble into, yeah. fighting a sentient street. You're like, street. great. Great, yeah. Guardians get an entire planet. I have I get a, a city block. block. <laughs> you know what? Unlike Danny the Street, which is like a, a a block of Main Street, like a nice. It would be like the dumbest street for Peter. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be like, why is this the one, the only part of the New York that dogs pee in? Like, why does every dog go me to pee? Why is this the one I'm fighting? And then he then he goes into it like, oh, the smell. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Just throws up in his mask again. Yeah. <laughs> but but back, know, to, back to Swamp back Thing. To, back to Swamp Back thing. to other things. I don't know. I don't, maybe it's just me. I'm just, I looked at that trailer and I was like, wow, you're a week away. Or no, sorry, no, you're this you're, week. Yeah, you're four days away. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I hope it's, as with everything, I hope it's good. I it, hope everything's considering good. Considering it's Swamp Thing. Like, the, the you know just the, imagining that they're that they're bringing out Swamp Thing. Yeah. They also showed the one picture of that's basically the first issue of Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. where he's holding uh, the the skeleton or whatever it is. They they did one of those poses in one of the the pictures. Well, you know what my hope is. I want it to be good because I want this is I know this is a a fool's hope. Yeah. I would love it to be good so then we could get like an Animal Man series and we could have a combo series of the the green and the red like that would be cool. But. Yeah, definitely. We'll he's he, he's way better than Doctor Voodoo, way better. Thousand so, percent. So, Jen, as a horror <laughs> aficionado, how did that trailer speak to you? Yeah, did it? Uh, well, I don't know if I'd say <laughs> aficionado. You get somebody else on here, and they a horror me all enthusiast. Day. Enthusiast. enthusiast yes. Um, honestly. That's a no. Hearing all right. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a solid no. <laughs> all right. So, in the previous teaser, which we kind of talked about, it hit all of the like really like the jumping lights and like kept enough that it was sort of a little bit more horry. But mm-hmm. now listening to her talk about like, I killed my sister. It just listening to her, listening to the plot of the show kind of like takes away it a should, little bit. Yeah. It should be called Abby Arcane. not Swamp Thing. Yeah, no, it sounds like it, CW Penny Dreadful. It does. <laughs> oh my God. It does. I, I feel so bad for it making just, that comparison, but mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, is still in all of her talking, they don't 
talk about Swamp Thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's all about her. I mean, that, that's, all right, that's, if you haven't yeah, it's seen it, that's. about her and her sister. And... That's why we, like, we keep saying this joke that it's not Swamp Thing's no. show because they don't talk about Swamp Thing. You don't see Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. It's a non-issue. And yeah. it's, so it's hard to be like, that's like saying, well, did you like this trailer for Dracula without Dracula in it? Yeah. Where they don't talk about vampires? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean. Although, isn't that kind of, I hate, this is, I actually don't like this. Isn't that kind of on trend for now where they do like, we're going to do this thing about this character, but this character is going to be the least focus of it, which I think is like uh, a trend now. I, I don't know. But I feel like it kind of is, but I think I feel like they do it for properties where they're more Unsure. well known. Maybe. Like, I Maybe. think you can, like, I think you could actually get away with a Dracula trailer without Dracula in it because yeah. everybody mm-hmm. knows Dracula, but at the same time, like, yeah, it's also like a, like a, um, I completely interrupted you for no reason. Yeah. It's kind of like a, um, Doomsday uh, or uh, BBS. No, no, not Doomsday Clock, but the the, the series that they're doing for Here's HBO. Oh, here's a crisis. Here's no, no, no for for HBO. Watchmen. 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 Yeah, it's just Watchmen. Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's kind yeah. of it's it's like Watchmen. Whereas Watchmen, the enti- every single uh, trailer that you've seen for it is just you know people saying TikTok in the background, and it's just a bunch of people mm-hmm. that seem to be doing Watchmen type things, but they don't actually show the Watchmen. You only see really one in Watchmen it. in that entire trailer, and it's Ozymandias. Yeah, and you wouldn't know he was Ozymandias if I didn't know that if you Jeremy didn't know. Irons, Irons is playing. Yeah. If you didn't know, exactly. He's dressed in clothes it doesn't even say it's like oh I just know he's playing. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's kind of like that, mm-hmm. where it's more well-known things. Yeah. It's like, oh, everybody knows Watchmen. Here's everything else around it. Whereas Swamp Thing, I don't, I don't, I, people really don't know him. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anything about Swamp Thing. You know, I don't know anything about her. I'm assuming she's his nemesis. No, no. She's his love. Oh, uh, let's, no, 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 no. Wait, we'll do. We'll watch oh, the episode. Let's watch. We it. don't know what she's in the, the show. We don't know what yes. she's in the it's show. It's Creature of yes. the Black Lagoon, though. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. The thing okay. is, the, the run okay. it's based, the two runs it's based off of, it's based off the Alan Moore one and the 52 one, aren't everybody else featuring Swamp Thing. They're Swamp Thing books. Yeah. Featuring yeah. other people. And Abby Arcane is in them, but she's, she's not the main character. She's not even that bad in the books or anything either. She's the Clea. But, but I, I do think... I think we should we should watch the episode that comes out this week. We yes. will come we will, we will come, come back together, back. and this will be something we will talk about next week. So I feel like it'll Agreed. be more fun after watching this awful show. It's but she be great. is the clear. He's uh, Brian said it though. He's too green. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like vibrant. He's green toxic Avenger green. I I will wait and see how it looks on my TV. Or Agreed. how it looks on my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. monitor Agreed. because my, my phone, it may be up too bright. Maybe it's not up too bright. No, because everything else that on your phone was completely drab. And yeah. then as soon as he comes up, he's like bright algae green, which is, you know, maybe that's what they're going for. They're, bright, mm-hmm. they're going for he's algae or, yeah. you know, something but like that. Maybe they confused he... him for the man thing when they were doing the color palette. <laughs> well, so they gave him a little lighter green. tone. Yeah. It's not that he's green. It's just that color green can't exist in the world they're showing us. Like everything else we're seeing in his color palette. It's a muted, yeah, like green. He's not in his color palette. Yeah, everything else is muted, whereas he's just, like, bright and vibrant. It's like, but what? This is a reference for a very small, small percentage of our audience. Maybe none. I feel like he should be the kind of green that Scarlet Envy's dress was. Oh, my God, In the Drag Race reunion. That kind of green. (laughs) Nobody out there got that. Scarlet Envy, you do real swamp thing. I I have faith. I think many of our (laughs) listeners are also Drag Race fans. Highlight Scarlet Envy's career being shouted out on our podcast. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's a terrible, that's a terrible... That's a t- you do real swamp thing, Scarlet. <laughs> well, uh, going on, uh, uh, William Defoe. He talked about Batman and Robert Pattinson possibly well, he, being Batman. He kind of brought up a point that we were all saying. So yes. let me read his quote. Okay. Because it's like I want to read specifically it. Okay. Because he just worked with him in a movie. 
Okay. So he says he's got a strong chin. That's the part of it. Can you imagine anyone with a weak chin ever playing Batman? I don't think so. But that's it. Yeah. And, and We've but, all said that. That's- yeah, like, like because uh, we were at a convention this weekend, and so I had a couple of people ask me, like, hey, what do you think about Pattinson being yeah. Batman? And I was like, listen, the only thing I care about for Batman is the chin. From the, ma- from the nose down How's it to the chin, what does it look like? As long as that looks fine, I don't care because Bruce Wayne is not Batman. Exactly. And I said, <laughs> I don't care about the Bruce Wayne part because for me in a Batman movie, I don't even want to see Bruce Wayne that much. Yeah. I want the animated series Batman where he was only Bruce Wayne when the situation necessitated Bruce Wayne being there. Yeah. Otherwise, he's Batman. Yeah. Like, the body is whatever. One, you can work out, and two, they can muscle suit that. Even Ben Affleck had a muscle suit. I hope he gets a better muscle suit than Ben Affleck's. <laughs> and not too muscle suit like George Clooney. But I and do not want... too muscle suit like, unfortunately, Zachary Levy. But I do want Whoa. nipples. Oh, I would love bat nipples. <laughs> I want three of them. I actually kind of feel bad for Zachary Levy. I That dude is super... He He was super freaking stacked during that. And no matter what you do, it's never like no matter how hardcore he was working out, it was never looking. You the know way what that it is? It's it not look. that. Had they wanted him to be built, he could have worn the suit without the muscle suit and been fine. But they wanted him to be built like the Charlton Publications walking triangle. And then when they packed, when you see it, when they yeah, put the super so. suit on him, they put the super suit on him that you would put on a skinny person. Yeah. With no muscle. I feel like so. Like yeah. there are scenes when you can see that the suit is not even touching his skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we just didn't notice it with Captain America, but Chris Evans had a very similar suit. He also him. covers his co- up to his neck, and, and I think mm-hmm. that's almost part of the problem. Is it the Chris Evans suit? Even in the first one, when they did have him in things that he had a muscle suit on with, it was skin toned half the time. It wasn't it, like it wasn't all him. It was also for audiences. It was more believable because the first time you see him is shirtless yeah. and he is jacked, yep. right? So then everything after that is believable. Wait, you mean Cap or, or, or Storm? Cap. The Storm, he had a good muscle suit, too. Johnny Storm, he had a really good muscle suit in that. He did, but he was yeah. a normal-looking dude in that one. But he again, was just a toned person. But they also covered his neck with the suit. Yeah. That it, open ballerina neck did not do Zachary Levy any justice. That makes sense. And, and it was also, I, I, I can see it being like, oh, this is a child's version of what Strong looks like. But don't have him work out all that much if you're not even going to show him shirtless. Okay, so here's the problem. No, it is not. Yeah. The way they established it in the movie... Freddie Freeman's idea of a superhero is Henry Cavill's Superman. <laughs> he, yeah, because I still haven't seen the movie. That so. Superman. So the fact that Levy is not built like Cavill's Superman, which don't worry, they make a point of showing you <laughs> that they have two wildly different body shapes. Wow. So that's the thing. If Freddie Freeman didn't idolize Superman, you could have been like, because it, it is what it is supposed to be a child's vision, or not, mm-hmm. but like. Not even Freddie Freeman, because uh, Billy Batson actually doesn't like superheroes at all. Doesn't even yeah. think, in spite of living in a world with them, <laughs> doesn't seem to really even believe in them. <laughs> but whatever. Hey, nobody in that universe should believe in their superheroes. No, no, like, like yeah. <laughs> but it's more like, it was more, see, that to me, this is a production design director's costume apart. Yeah. If the guy's working out, because the reason why, like, Evans also looked good in his muscle suit was it wasn't a full muscle suit. It was muscle enhancing. So if he had a bicep, it made his bicep bigger. Yeah. It looks like this one, like I said to Joe, was meant for a skinny person. Yeah. It was, like, it, what if you were going to wear a muscle suit? Yeah. What would you put on you? You'd put the full thing, not enhancing. You'd put, unfortunately, put it on a guy who's already jacked, like Joe said. I think that's the problem. Jacked. He was already so big at that point. And, like, I, I mean, I'm comparing him from, from when he was in Chuck. 
and now what he looks like exactly. now. It's and that's insane. The problem. That's what I think. He, he became Captain America. That's yeah, the problem. I, I think I think uh, whoever was the customer was like, oh, Zachary Levy, let me look him up. Oh, he was in Chuck. Oh, I'm going to have to add a lot of muscles to this. And, <laughs> and then and, they didn't realize what he looked like. And that now. was the problem with the suit. That was exactly what it was. Yeah. It was just, but Back Pattinson to might Batman, not have yeah. that problem because he is a very slight of build. Yeah. So he actually might take to a muscle suit really well, actually. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's also Batman. So, I mean... Batman's supposed to be not that he's not supposed to be Jack. It's a suit, but it's it's a suit, and you know it's a suit. Listen, it's, if the great unpleasant as Chris O'Donnell <laughs> can wear a bat suit, or sorry, a Robin, Robin suit with a Robin suit with nice middies. He did have nice middies. And dope yeah. nipples. Yeah, and a butt crack zipper. Wait, there was a zipper there? Yeah, they actually have a scene in Batman Forever or Batman and Robin where you see when they're putting on. Oh man, I hate myself. But it's okay. Brian hates himself, too, because he knows him right. I don't hate him myself. You know this movie. I love myself. I love this movie. <laughs> where him and Batgirl and Batman are putting on their ice outfits, which are the bat suits with silver tips. And they show them all putting them on. So each one gets a shot of the nipples. And then it gets a shot of them putting on their costume. And there's like a zipper right up the butt crack. And then the cape goes over it. Well, I do not remember any of that. And I'm, I'm like, sure it happened. I just don't remember it. And formed butt cracks. So it actually forms each individual cheek. I feel like we recently watched this movie and I didn't notice No, this. we saw Damn. the trailer for it. We wanted to take oh. the key. That's right, we want to take the key on a date, right, a date yeah. night. That's what we want to do. It's actually formed so that there's each individual cheek with a crack in the middle. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Why, no, why would Bruce... Oh, actually, no, in that universe, why is Alfred doing that? Mm-hmm. Alfred's got some kink, yo. He's, he's about <laughs> that life. Look how old he is. What else is he going to do? I know, right? Master Bruce, I think your cheeks could be what, round. Why else do you think he calls him Master Bruce? You think like right before Batman goes <laughs> out... <laughs> You know, before Batman goes out, like in that universe, he like preps him. He's like, hey, here's your sandwich. He's like, wait, let me bink and just flicks the flicks bat the nipples. nipples. Exactly. Like, <laughs> dink. They're the only thing that's not bulletproof, Bruce. So round table. Are you yay or nay for if Pattinson is Batman? I don't care. I'm in the same boat. I don't care. Just look good in the cowl. I don't care. I mean, I after Twilight, because I know a lot of people are like, Oh, it's that Twilight vampire dude. Mm-hmm. No one hates Twilight more, more than, than Robert Pattinson. Yeah. <laughs> if you ever hear him talk about it, no one on the face of the planet hates Twilight more than the person who played the main vampire in Twilight. Yeah. And I've seen a couple of his other stuff. I honestly, none of it very memorable. But Water uh, for Elephants wasn't bad. Water for Elephants wasn't bad. I that remember arguably it, wasn't but, like, his movie, though. It wasn't. That was no. Reese Witherspoon's movie. Really, kind of was. Yeah, he's the, the, he's the romantic interest in that. Yeah, yeah. and for me, I'm, I'm much the same thing because at this point for DC, it's the the Try casting something. is the casting's not making or breaking their movie, no. with the exception of Aquaman. Even though mm-hmm. Aquaman, I think, still could have been the uh, been that movie with somebody else. Jason Momoa definitely did help that. Paul Walker. Oh mm-hmm. wait, no oh, man. <sighs> But I do think <laughs> right now their onus is on their writing. Yeah. It is not on their casting. Yep. Their writing and their their decisions to mess with directors while they're filming. Yeah. I hope they do a detective story. Yeah. I yeah. would really like to see the world's greatest detective just be a detective for a movie. Wouldn't that be cool? It would be, I think it'd be yeah. like it would it would actually be kinda new. Everything yeah. winds up being like some superhero high or some supervillain hijinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we don't really get Small time Batman. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would actually love that. I would love to see, even if it was just like a night, like mm-hmm. a night in Batman. But he's Batman almost the entire time, except yeah. for if he needs information. Or if he's Bruce in the Wayne. cave. 
And see, I yeah. can see somebody who's not as versed in action films like maybe Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. pulling something like yeah. that off. I Agreed. just want to see Batman so, breaking up a, a, an illegal gun ring in Gotham, like gun trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> or, or a drug. Like the things he did, or, or a mafia sting. Like the things he did. I guess I just want to see the animated series. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I say that constantly in the store, and everybody's like, "Which you know, who's your favorite Batman? Who's your favorite Joker? Kevin, Kevin Conroy, Conroy, Mark Hamill." Yeah, I don't. I literally don't need anything but their voices. I, it's unnecessary. Everything mm-hmm. else in that series is perfect. Agreed. I'm more apprehensive about their choice for the villains than I am the choice for Bruce because the rumors they're going to have Penguin and Catwoman again. I'm like, don't, don't do, do that because you're going to have people instantly cre- c- compare it to Batman Returns and while I don't actually like Danny I know this is terrible to say I actually am not a huge fan of Danny DeVito's Joker or not Joker Penguin Penguin yeah it wasn't that it was bad it's just it's not the Penguin I knew from the comic books but you're gonna have a hard time fighting against Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman I think that I think the problem is is that that was so Tim Burton it was no it was yeah. and it was still iconic even though you yeah, didn't, it was. even though if you didn't like it or not both of those were still iconic I mean that's Absolutely. still my Her favorite Batman suits. movie her, her, the Catwoman suit is still extremely iconic. I don't know about you, Miss Kitty. I mean, come on, you can't <laughs> fight that. I, I and, then, agree. and then you, and then you have um, uh, the, the the mayor. Yeah, the mayor. Oh yeah. And but why even great. invite that comparison? Yeah, I know. Why not just pick the Riddler and Catwoman, or Penguin and Poison Ivy? I want to see him do Clayface. Clayface I would want be awesome. Clayface. Clayface so and Freeze. <gasps> See? I think See? both of them are so human, and I feel so bad for both of their stories, both Clayface and uh-huh. Mr. Freeze. Which makes like, a great movie. And they, mm-hmm. it, it, literally, all they have to do is take the three-part series of Clayface from the animated series yep. or the three-part <laughs> Mr. Well, Freeze. You could honestly combine them because they could be helping each other out because their, their goals, they could... I don't even need them both in the same movie. I, I Personally, I feel like Batman is more than his villains. And I, I, I don't, agree. I, I agree. don't. I could have a generic villain they just make up. Uh, clearly, that Gotham show went on for forever. I, and yeah. again, I've never passed more than uh, the first so 30 Joe, minutes. So, the problem with that so, was that they weren't making up their own villains. They just kept introducing all those villains while I thought Bruce Fish was, Mooney was new. That's the only one, well, and then well, she goes away. For me, yeah. I, I look at it like that show went on forever, and I never really gave it a chance after falling asleep three times trying to watch that first episode. But I, I did hear people very passionate and super jazzed. They were yeah. very into it, and it just sounded like it's just a show about villains. And I, that sounds great, but I don't need every villain to be the Riddler. I don't need every mm-hmm. villain to be Catwoman. I don't need or, every. I don't need it. You could just you, make up new people. If you yeah. want to, that's fine. But why pick those two combo? Like you're just inviting a comparison to a movie that is mm-hmm. beloved. Like in and on the Clayface and Fre- Freeze front, Clayface to cure himself needs a scientist, which Freeze is. Freeze to get his stuff needs more than just his brain; he needs brute strength, which Clayface is. Yeah, that's your movie, or just one of them. We don't need two villains for every movie, especially not. Essentially, let's be honest. The fir- it's the first movie. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. I just, sorry, I just, I'm, my whole thing with Clayface is I want him to do the small time detective and Clayface can be whoever he wants to look like. He I want him to find the actor. Yeah. I want him See? to find that stuff. Like, yeah. And, or you could have him tracing down what he thinks is a mobster beating up the mob boss and all that only mm-hmm. to realize, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. It's somebody not wearing that. this dude's face. Yeah. It's exactly what Joe said. Just take the three part from the- I guess our consensus is just do the animated series. The animated yeah, series. please give me it's two things. Want. Give me two things, you cowards. Give me uh, Michael Keaton and and Batman. Beyond. Oh, don't even come at this. And, oh, or, or give me Mask of the Phantasm. Yes, yes. Because if if you don't if you didn't watch that you know if you didn't watch that movie or you yeah. know, the animated series. That's a completely original character that they made up for that entire movie. And fold in for Math of the Phantasm. Math. Because I saw them check (laughs) math. For Math of the Phantasm, fold in that gray ghost episode with the remote control cars into that. Since it does tie into Math of the Phantasm, you can have it start off with because of his family memories, 
He's trying to track down the gray ghost killer. And then he, he realizes that gray ghost killer is just a red herring for the mask. Oh, man. This is yeah. the third time gray ghost has actually come up in the last week because oh, yeah. he because he's in the latest series of the Batman well, the the animated, animated series the, figures. The figure's out, too. So the figure yeah. came out and lots of people oh. called about it last week. And I, I didn't know it was in that figure set. And I saw yeah. it. I was like, this is the best thing ever. And then when we were at the convention, uh, the fine print shop actually was there. And they have a gray ghost shirt. And it's so yep. like awesome old cereals like if you like the shadow obviously you love gray ghost mm-hmm. so it, it's very like old cereals looking shirt it's so cool and it's a gray ghost shirt and now yeah. this is round three of the gray ghost and i feel like i need to just rewatch a lot of that i, I think i might i kind of want to make um and i was kind of looking at because of the gray ghost shirt at the convention i was looking it up i kind of want to make one of the remote control cars yeah yes from that episode Agreed. but like do that do mask of the phantasm fold in the gray ghost thing because you like to Movies nowadays, you want to start off differently when you're in. Fine, that's your red herring, and then you find out the Mask of the Phantasm was there. And it would make sense because the Mask of the Phantasm knows more about Bruce than Bruce realizes. So that could be the Grey Ghost going, I used the Mask of the Phantasm stuff to kind of throw you off guard. Let him be detective. Yeah. Well, we shall see. We've we'll yet see. to see we'll the see. world's greatest. See. Lucius Fox in the Nolan films was the better detective than Bruce. Yeah. All right, so let's see here. Let's just, Let's jump to Hellboy and Aladdin. On opposite <laughs> sides of the box office. Hellboy did not do very well. It's it's about to finish its worldwide box office run with $40 million on a $50 million budget. <sighs> yep. So I still haven't seen it. I'll, I, I might pick it up when it goes to but DVD. Don't worry. It's all of our fault, according to the star David Harper. <laughs> he did this interview where he goes, um, he goes, I feel like, you know, Everything is chocolate in this world, and all superhero films are like chocolate. And there's other flavors out there besides chocolate, and we try to make another flavor besides chocolate, but you guys just kept comparing it to chocolate. It's like, no, you made a bad movie, bro. No, you made you made something else that's the color of chocolate, but it's you know poop. <laughs> and I can't even say I can't even say you tried to market it as chocolate because you barely marketed the film yeah. at all. Brian said this. Actually, say your quote that you said about the marketing of the film. Uh, what was it about how you we work in a comic shop and oh yeah. yeah we work in a comic book shop and I did not realize that that movie had come out until the Saturday that it came not out. not just you we all kept doing like when does it come out again oh my god yeah like I I, I had no idea that it came out and yeah. again we work in a comic book shop I should know not even that specifically when a it comes good out. chunk of us are super into Hellboy yeah it was really sad when uh, they had mentioned that Hellboy had a day and yeah. we were we were like it does and they were like, yeah, it's Hellboy Day. This And I don't remember what day it was. It was in, I want to say it was at the beginning of March or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And we were like, but that's so far from when the movie comes out. Why don't you just put it closer to when the movie comes out? Make the, make the Wednesday beforehand. And maybe they did. They might have listened to us. Even so, they didn't do any marketing for it. Nope. They didn't even tell us, really. It was a Twitter post. Yeah, yeah. it was just like, come on, guys. Like, it's, I'd love to be able to pimp Hellboy to my customers. We love Hellboy. It's sad yeah. when the Phoenix movie did more of its mm. Phoenix Day. Yeah. Yeah. X Men Day. Then Hellboy, which was surprisingly pimp, might I add. Yeah, like, awesome. But, but then yeah. again, and then and then on the opposite side, opposite side of the spectrum, you have Aladdin, which a lot of people, like even the the experts, were expecting it to only make seventy five to eighty five million dollars. They were paying for the, entire, for the four day weekend openings. Yeah. Uh, but it's domestically was a hundred and twelve million dollars. Yeah. Right. Which is the fifth highest opening over Memorial Day. Huh. So, and, it's, and it's one of the higher Disney live action openings. They're like, wow, it did. It overperformed. Yeah, like it did over two hundred and ten million dollars worldwide for the weekend, and apparently it's it's pretty good. I I haven't had a chance to see it because we were at convention and stuff like that, but I probably will attempt to see it because I mean I I do I do want to give some sort of credence because I, I do believe Will Smith was trying, but yeah. he was not trying to do 
the same thing. He was doing his own thing. So I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to reward that. And it seems like a lot of people, other, a lot of other people did. I'm curious. Yeah. That's it. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. pretty much. And I, and I don't, I've heard Naomi Scott's a standout in it, and I actually like her. I'm not going to lie. It's because I actually liked her as the Pink Ranger in the Power Rangers movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've heard that Will Smith does try. Everybody has said he cannot sing, and apparently he does attempt it. Like he just can't, but he tries his hardest. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad. <laughs> I think I, for me, I think I was, I, I am very torn about it because I, I love the score in Aladdin so much, and I, yeah. I really love the movie a lot. I had until very recently, like literally last week, had no idea how much bad blood there was between Robin Williams and Disney. Well, it got so fixed I, by the end. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. I know. I just didn't know anything about that, so I went and did. I went like rabbit oh, hole through the thing. internet. Yeah, and and basically that's what I did. I watched tons of videos and I looked up a whole bunch of stuff, and I had no idea. So it's yes, it did all get worked out by the end. Good old However, I did not know how the genie actually how they actually got him to be the genie, and I thought it was really cool. The lead animator took some of his stand up and then animated five minutes of it. You know, scratch work. Did you watch it? And yes, how it's, great it's, is that? It's the little bits that I could find were fantastic, and I think it's so cool. And now I, however, it made me feel bad. Whereas I, mm-hmm. we all know I don't really love Will Smith movies a lot of the time. He's no. just not my jam. I do love him in some movies. I just don't really yeah. like. I don't seek him out. They're not. Yeah. I don't want to feel anything when I'm watching a movie. <laughs> Although I will say you seem pretty excited about Gemini Man. Oh yeah, I, I, I that looks freaking great. Looks pretty yeah. cool. So uh-huh. so the so for me, I don't usually go see movies. You know that he's in a lot of the time because it's just not my jam. This movie, however, I was poking fun at how bad it looked. I didn't, and I usually don't do that because I like to see things in context. I feel like context is everything. But this looks so bad. Everything about it seemed bad. It was a bad impression. It went, maybe it wasn't supposed to be an impression. I feel so bad for him because now, after knowing everything I know about how that even got made how the genie was based on Robin Williams yeah. to begin with. He never had a chance at making no. everybody happy to be the genie we all already knew. He's playing a character that's and not meant for him. It's not meant for him at all. So I actually feel like now I kind of want to watch how he came up, how, how his genie is. Because for me, like, I always go to, like, you know, like, uh, Arabian Nights. I always go to, like, the, the, the 19... I think there was, like, a, a Thief of Baghdad, Baghdad from, yep. like, 1941. I, I love that movie. I go to that genie all the time as the first time I recognize this genie character and that genie story. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like Will Smith deserves a, a place on the shelf of genie stories because it's not, <laughs> he's not trying to be yeah. Robin Williams. He can't be the guy in that movie. Yeah. He's, he never will be. I agree. Uh, from all reviews, and I've read positive and negative reviews, and there's e- almost equal amounts. Um, even the audience score kind of falls right in there. Like it's just barely fresh. The audience score is just barely happy, but it's kind of 50 50. But everybody has praised. They said Will Smith did a really good job, and he wasn't trying to duplicate Robin Williams, which smart. Just don't. And they've praised Nina Masood and uh, Naomi Scott. So I'm like, well, I kind of want to reward a, a dynamic core cast because I always enjoy that in movies. And I, you know, I mean, let's be honest, a really dynamic, really chemistry filled core cast can save any bad writing in a movie or a TV show or TV show anything, anything, yeah, <laughs> almost anything. Actually. Do you see that part where they tried to make him quit Fern Gully? Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I was so. Or Jeffrey Katzenberg like, was like what threatening a jerk him. Face, yeah. man, and like threatening to to bury that other property. And then when like, they bought the studio out from yeah. underneath, for and multiple times like, bought the animation where the house, the housing. So very long it's story crazy. short, yeah. Robin Williams had a passion project. It was called Fern Gully, which is an amazing, which movie. is a great movie. It's, uh, you guys might know it as uh, as Avatar. Now. Right. It basically. <laughs> he was only in it. I haven't seen Avatar because be I've already it. seen yeah. Fern Gully, yeah. and he everyone tells me I've already seen it. Environmental like. Yes, yeah. so Robin Williams was super jazzed about it, and it was a passion project for him. And when he agreed to do the genie for scale, 
it was it was partially because he was still doing this other project. So Katzenberg thought he would actually leave the other project because the genie was such a big deal. He was a friend. And he, it was like an A, you know, A-class movie compared to this like little minor bullcrap thing over here. And Robin Williams was like, no, I, I really like this thing. I'm, I'm going to still working on it. And I committed to that. And you guys already knew my, you knew my schedule. You know how this is going to work. And he basically that guy went out under like every time the animators or the the how the warehouse was needing to, they needed to pick up another bunch of animators and put them in a warehouse or something the, he would go and buy the warehouse or book the warehouse and of course the other places that were for animation studios of course they're going to take disney money who yeah. says no to disney yeah. you didn't say no then definitely don't say, no. say no, no so they were like they would be like sorry you don't have a place to animate bye yep and so it was all they got kicked they out multiple times of places that they were thought they would have the space to be able to animate and it, that's part of the reason why it looked the way it did. Yeah, and then Almost like and then like Robin Williams couldn't even threaten them because he'd already recorded all his genie lines, so his he was done. So he couldn't go. I won't be in it. They're like too late. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, let's go on to the last bit of news this week, which is Tom King and him leaving wah, ba- wah. him leaving Bat- Batman, but not leaving Batman. But also, well, no, no, he's leaving Batman, but he's leaving Batman for Batman, Batman and Catwoman. Catwoman. So he's okay. So, <laughs> for those of you out there who don't haven't realized that we work at a comic shop, so we kind of sometimes get like briefer briefs from um, companies. So this news broke on Bleeding Cool way before they said anything, and I even remember saying like, until it's on anything but Bleeding Cool. Yeah, because you can't trust. You can't trust Bleeding Cool because they kind of report everything. So we got a video brief, and I swear to God, it was the most asinine is the only word I could think of explanation of this. So they're ending Batman coming out twice a month. Which is smart. They shouldn't have. It shouldn't have been bi-monthly anyway. It never should have been bi-weekly. You shouldn't have most of your line. But you, you, they can't support that publishing schedule. Yeah. It's the reason why Wonder Woman's not the book it could be. Yeah. And so the the reasoning was, and I can't fathom this reasoning, since Batman's going to go back to once a month, this is what DC said, they're considering this not like as important a book or prestige enough for Tom King. So they're going to put somebody else on it at the end of the year, and he's going to get his own book of Clay Man to finish the arc he already is in the middle of. Yeah, and he's supposed to end it at, what, 85? Yeah, he's supposed to end it at 85, and but it's okay because it's not prestigious enough now, which, I'm sorry, Batman is your most prestigious book. What it was Batman it was number one of all the, the best-selling like uh, characters in a long-running series for about six years. And what was it, a month or so ago? Immortal Hulk um, uh, what it really knocked is, is it that off of Bat- that number one? <laughs> what it is is Batman had an issue, and they got scared. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's it not selling what it, well it used to. People are pissed because of the wedding stuff. It, it also couldn't possibly be that Immortal Hulk is a fantastic Which book. Which it is. And has been doing better and better and better every single month. Well, and, it's a combo of two things. It's that, yeah. and Batman's not as good as it was right now. Well, they... It wasn't even, I think, Tom King's fault for the entire wedding agreed, thing. Agreed. I think he was just writing his story, and the higher ups at DC marketed it. A specific We're gonna hype way. up a wedding. I yeah, I I see. I I I'm kind of there and kind of not. Yeah. I think the New York Times are what killed that book. Yeah, I think had I we all mean. not yeah, known yeah, yeah. the Saturday, the Sunday beforehand, what was going to happen in that book? Because it gave everybody the the you already got the end game. It's like knowing what happened at the end of Game of Thrones beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> if we all knew what was going to happen at the yeah. end of Game of Thrones at the beginning of season eight, we probably wouldn't have been as pissed by the time we got to it, but we also might not have watched it. Yeah. Well, that kind of goes with Brian saying, though, because that was the DC marketing company. Cause they, right. They, 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 they goofed wrote, up. They did that article, and it's like... They did that, then they also did all the hyping up of it. Let's see, I think Tom King was just like, hey, I'm writing my story. Like, no, th- that's not going to happen. It's not part of my story. And they're like, wedding. In reality, this is all just speculation. We honestly have no idea... And, you know, because it's Tom King, I just don't see him doing that type of thing where it's just like, yeah, hype this all the way up 
so that, you know, halfway yeah. through my story, I, I disappoint a bunch of people. But what we do know is that their actual official reason sounds like an excuse. And it sounds super like, yeah, you guys just panicked. He dipped in sales and he's been, and what's weird is he's been dipping for a while. I can say from our end and not just our end, I've heard from a lot of retailers, he's been selling less because people are mad. Yep. It alienated so many long-term people and, and it didn't help that there were multiple other weddings going on within the same like couple mm-hmm. of months. Yeah. So it really, and then having, having it not pay off. I, we had literally there's a there's a customer who has been a customer as long as I've worked here, so that guy taking Batman off his list was a really big deal. Well, and yeah. what happened was it wasn't just Batman. As soon as he took Batman off his list, it became really easy for him to start dropping a lot of other DC titles. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the other problem is, which we've talked about in the store before, the two arcs directly following the wedding weren't great. They were meh. No. One happened all in his mind, and by the end of it, nothing actually really happened. And the other one. I mean, I don't know, and I know, and it, the other one screams of, I'm also writing Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. So yes. I'm not focusing on this. He he has a hundred, he had a hundred issue outline. He had a hundred issue storyline. Yep. The wedding was his halfway point. 105 issue. 105 issue, yes. His wedding was his halfway point. I can, and as a halfway point, I can absolutely see your next two arcs just being set up. It felt being, like a halfway point. Yeah, and, and it just felt like set up. So, but to have that immediately after a big letdown as well, just was not a good combination, unfortunately. But I, I would like to see what he does. I would like to see what he does with his with his Batman and Catwoman. Uh, I, I, as always, I hope nothing but the best because he's a good writer. Agreed. He's it a just, good writer. It just feels like it's like, oh, we got freaked out. We're moving him on. It's like, just tell us the truth. Don't do this whole like, now that it's not bi-weekly, it's not as prestige. Yes, it is. It's Batman. Yeah. It's Batman. <laughs> there is, there's only one more, there, what, one more book I would think would be more prestige that's, oh, oh it's Batman Detective. <laughs> that would be like if like Marvel came out and I don't know, said Iron Man's the new mascot of our company because Spider-Man's not as prestigious. Oh, wait, they did that and it didn't work. It aggressively, the fans were like, oh, no, the mascot of your company is Spider-Man. Put him back on the books. Yeah. <laughs> they thing, tried to change it with X-Men. Yep. <laughs> yes, they did. They, for a couple, you know how there's like the little Spider-Man logo on books? Mm-hmm. Like, they tried to make it Iron Man, and with it, it was supposed to be permanent. It was in, I think, three months, gone. It was, they were like, people were like, no, no, Iron Man is not the mascot of your company. No. Yeah. This is, you know, back when, you know, Iron Man was was yeah. the thing and you know sony was still had spider-man and stuff yeah. like that but that'd be like going batman's not as good as, as as flash and i love the flash but the fans would be like i'm sorry you need to shut your mouth <laughs> it's, I, i'm completely understanding of if a character like the it is there's something they're pushing mm-hmm. i'm completely understanding of them pushing that whole wedding thing and, and marketing yeah. it i just for me the payoff was so bad and i'm not even a huge batman fan and as a regular reader i was just kind of like eh, it's kind of bad meh mm-hmm. And the fact that their final interaction in that story yeah. happens not in person through a letter. Yeah. And it's a letter that in the lead up mini issues, mm-hmm. we had already solved the problem of. Yeah, it was. It was, it was weird. It <laughs> the was reason weird. she gave, like, no, that we already solved that problem. Did, yeah. you, did you not read your own minis? <laughs> Catwoman, did you not read your own mini story with yeah. Damien? <laughs> uh, and then let's, let's go on to the very last bit of uh, let's just quickly say whether you liked it or not and why, which is the Brightburn. Brightburn came out this past weekend, which is, you know, evil Superman or, you know, let me just go into a a very quick spoiler alert. Um, uh, Goku, if he didn't get a head injury. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jen, so uh, preface this with Joe and I have not seen this. 
So, uh-huh. Jen, what was your impression? It was really good. Yeah. It was really, really good. I'm really excited for where it... I had heard rumor that it was, like, definitely setting up for a franchise, and I was a little nervous. But in that three-second clip of... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the after credits, or during credits, I should the, say. Yeah, uh, during credits. Yeah. Or, the credits. Where yeah. they set up Aquaman and Wonder Woman yeah. and, like, being crazy, too. I was like, yes, I want this. I want more of this. I mean, I was... The glass and the eye scene, if you didn't like it in the trailer, it's it's, it's so, so much, much worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> so much and worse. Longer and, and longer. And longer. And slower at the same time. Oh, yeah. it was. So this is basically Earth One. Uh. <laughs> it was actually basically Supreme Power. Yeah, Supreme Power. Yeah, yeah. I more, love Supreme Power. Yeah. It was not so much Earth One as it was Supreme Power. It was what realistically, ha- I liked it, by the way. Preface this with this. I liked it. It was realistically what happens when a person of this uh, power magnitude gets gets maybe not i don't know i want to say training but gets the home learning to not do what this character does mm-hmm. what happens when you, your ma and pa are just mom and dad and not ma and pa i yeah. guess i mean when you think about it like ma and pa had to be cre- like saints oh because they had to be you're watching these these parents just and they're good regular, parents they're good parents but they're like regular they're, parents yeah. well they're also because I I read the movie. Okay. You know, I, I read the uh-huh. somebody has a synopsis on the uh, the moviespoiler.com. And I read the, that on the Google. It's the moviespoiler.com. It's been around forever. On man. the interwebs. On the interwebs. But I, you know, so I read this and I just got like again, it's Goku without the head injury. I feel like because Superman was sent here for for good because his dad and his mom, yeah. or you know, basically his dad was just like, hey. You know, improve these people's lives, you know, and I'm going to send you away and, you know, you're going to be good. Whereas this is predetermined or predestined for him to to do the world, you know, yep. to take it over. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it didn't matter what kind of parents he had, even if he did have mom and pa. They were Saiyans. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it doesn't matter because they're gone. Well, and that's why it was more supreme power. Yeah. Because, you know, the character, you know, he was put on here to destroy the earth. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like there is that. That thing of you also had while Superman was sent here to be good. It was also, you know, his parents didn't raise him like a normal kid. They raised Clark like a kid they knew was something special. Whereas in this one, Fair they enough. just raised him like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And they let him do dumb kid stuff and get in dumb kid trouble. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't have because mm-hmm. now maybe you should have instilled with him an extreme level of Catholic guilt. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> it was really supreme power, which I, mm-hmm. as Joe does too, I love that book. Supreme Power really is Marvel's take on on Superman, and it's cool. And this movie was just so not fun. Yeah, I think best case scenario for the for the parents or for for this mm-hmm. for him and for his parents. Best case scenario is he they, uh, his parents are his pet. Best case scenario they would live. Have been, they That's should have called the government. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, I don't know if that would have helped. No, I meant like when they first yeah, no, found when they him. first found. That's what I'm saying. I still don't know if that would have him off. <laughs> he might not have gotten to them then. Fair enough. But it, it was oh my god, and the and the the way they did the music, and a lot of times, a lot of times they set up a scene. You you know how the scene's gonna pan out, but they drag out the fruition of the scene just to make you squirm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that movie is hyper violent, and it's definitely like all about like making you experience that crazy moment of like like there's there oh yeah the, the little girl. A yes. little girl in her who did bedroom nothing. who did nothing in the trailer makes her seem like she's this bully. 
he had it coming. Yeah. He had it coming <laughs> so bad. Well, and the movie does this thing. If a character gets cut or a bone breaks, the movie, the music stops. Uh-huh. So the music cuts out and you just hear the. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. They really want you to experience all of the terrible things that you are watching. Gotcha. It's not like supposed to be funny or nope. anything like that. Uh-huh. Like in the real moments of horror, that it is a mm-hmm. horror movie through and through. Cool. So you guys would both recommend it. Very much so. If you can take that kind of thing. It is violent. It has okay. eye stuff. I know it has a lot. Just a lot of people I talk to. Hand stuff. Yeah. Hand stuff. Oh, it just uh, like slamming and, jaw stuff. Yeah, face stuff. It's <laughs> jawsome. Yeah. Um, oh, that jaw scene. The, oh. the jaw scene. The thing is, it's getting lots of weird reactions. Um, uh-huh. It's got a super low Rotten Tomato score, super low audience score. Um, huh. It's it, it, but people are loving it at the same time. And, and but the people who don't love it, they're like, I just didn't expect this. I thought it would be a violent movie, but not this with this and a lot of people said i didn't think it would be this kind of way of telling because it's superman yeah and i'm like well that's your fault how'd you not expect that so massive spoiler i'm about to drop but the i think it's it's people like me who were like it's gonna be okay elizabeth banks is gonna live it's gonna be cool and she doesn't i i oh my everything not I've saying heard. she deserves to die but she had a chance where she could have made it so she could have lived yep and she chose to be a good person and try to stop things yep. bad idea yeah. I agree. <laughs> she had her out. She had an out. He was going to like, kind of like let her mosey on down. And she's like, I got to do the right she thing. Was, it's like, the no, no, you don't. She was the only person who could have talked him down from anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only chance the entire planet had. And she threw it away to do an overdramatic stab movement. And she got what she got. <laughs> she had it like See, and he was those listening. are probably the people yeah. upset yeah. because they were like me who saw trailers and were like I, I don't know if I can watch that on the theater hey. I'll probably get all squeamish and gross the out and I don't know <laughs> I, yeah but I hear I the think, ant's a crappy person so. no she's not crappy she's fine she really she actually no, no really? one no one who gets killed in this film Deserves does it. anything wrong no that's the whole thing. Yeah, the, that's why everybody whole like mindset yeah. is, is I am just better than everybody. And anyone who tries to keep me from killing other people or getting me in trouble for killing people is beneath me and deserves to die. That, yeah. and I, I think, think the, that's the reaction. Is yeah, that the closest and not even the closest. The person who gets that is his dad, though. His dad shot him, <laughs> <laughs> but he still didn't deserve it. He shot him because he had already been doing some real bad. Oh, stuff. no, absolutely. But I'm just saying that is one thing where he can see. You know, where that guy deserves it type of thing. So Um, it's maybe written different. The way it's played in the film, Yeah, no. No. It is played like, are you going to stop me from doing the thing I'm already doing? Yeah. I don't like you now. It might be written different the way they play in the film. I just mean mean like, you know, as far as, you know, him shooting him in the back of the head, unpronounced, you know, for for the character, for the kid himself. Oh, no. It's played differently no. in the movie. It, okay. in the, I, just the way it kind of rolls out in the movie, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the kid's kind of like unawares, but it's mostly because at this point the kid knows he can't die. Yeah, the kid it's, knows at that point he, the like, kid's already shown that he he knows he's invulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he at this point has resigned his parents to you know you can't kill me, so, so you're my pets. Yeah. Um, so when he does shoot him, it's almost like how dare you try this oh, that's what it's i mean little, like in yeah, his yeah, mind yeah. that's still his dad deserves to die yeah well but i mean in reality no, he, no one deserves to die in the movie. everybody deserves to die yeah. as an as an outsider all of those people are just trying to do the right thing like the poor cop oh and the poor deputy <laughs> the uncle the uncle 
Yeah. Hey, kid, you can't be here. It's late at night. Your parents don't know where you are. Get in the car. You can't talk to me like that. I'm an adult. Get in the car. Oh, yeah. nope. Now you're going to die in the car. <laughs> you know oh, what? the jawless. Jaw. Yeah. Uh, oh. it, it was still kind of partially almost attached a little bit. I just, just, but only because, oh. like, the skin didn't rip. <laughs> yeah. It okay. was... Uh, broke all those bones, but all the muscles yeah. and stuff. Was still were like, it there. Mm-hmm. He was trying to, but like in the film, uh, and that might be you might be right, Joe. It might be that because in the film, no one who dies is the little girl. Again, that trailer mm-hmm. plays it off like she pushes him down. First of all, no, he falls. Yeah, and it plays it no, off like no, she does let him. Fall. She lets yeah, him she fall. Yeah, she lets him fall. Well, no, no, yeah. she lets him fall, but still, like. But he was being kind of pervy towards her, so um, he was fully stalking her. Yeah, like you know, full on stalking. Oh, oh my god! When the dad had that awkward sex talk with yeah. his son, and he was like, "Yeah, you can totally act on your thoughts." I was like, "Your son <laughs> has diagrams and pictures of the inside of the human body next to pictures of naked lady with boobs." Maybe no. No. <laughs> but the, no. But in reality, the little girl is only freaked out by him because he freaks her out. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> he actually, he shows his love in a scene straight from a ghost movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. where yeah, yeah, yeah. your electronic turns on, you, you get up out of bed, you, mm-hmm. you turn it off, you turn around to go back to bed, it pops back on. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, well, so yeah. that's bright burn then. It's a hell of a thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, if you have an overwhelming need to have justice and like don't reasoning, yeah, then don't not. see that. If you can't stand like, if you can handle brutal, 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 brutal stuff, though, yeah, go nuts. It's it's great. It's kind of great. I feel it's like really if, great. I feel like if you liked Cabin in the Woods, you would like this. You know what? Yes, yeah. I loved Cabin in the Woods, and I don't think I would like this actually. Well, you also don't like specific things. I don't like glass going yeah, in people's faces. I'm not like about that. Oh, because in Cabin in the Woods, even though the world ends, the people who are the victims win. Right. Fair, but they all it, it, yeah. it is along the vein of like it's got I that same that, tone, but, but yeah, I'm nobody just wins. Yeah. If your favorite character in a horror movie is the villain. I recommend this movie to you. <laughs> if you're like, if you're like Dracula, damn right, Annabelle. Yeah. Go get him, Jigsaw. If when you see Jason Voorhees slice one in half, you just go, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching Gone Girl and you are rooting for the wife in Gone Girl, Carlos. Right? Carlos. Oh. Go see this movie. <laughs> the wife is the villain of that movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, a good episode, everyone. We got gone girled. <laughs> you got bright burned. You got bright burned and gone girled. <laughs> you got you got bright girled. Gone burned. Gone burned. Gone burned. Gone burned. That's a better all right, one. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so yeah, so a good episode, everyone. Full circle. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, once again, um, we record live upstairs in Tate's Comics in sunny South Florida. Woo woo woo. woo. Uh, powered by our friends, the Three Thousand Brigade. Woo. Yeah. Woo. woo. Uh, you can find us online on uh, iTunes and a bunch of other Spotify. pretty cool places. The Podbean. Podbean. All those other fine, fine places. On, on the interwebs. On the interwebs. How are you listening to this now? You already know how to find it. That is true. Good call, I don't Joe. trust that. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> a mystery is afoot. Oh, no. Get Nancy Drew on it. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> she should be in Clue. She should. Oh, my God. Nancy <gasps> Drew Clue. Nancy Drew Clue. Nancy Clue. Ah! <laughs> in, case, in case you guys are wondering at home, both Anthony and I met eyes when we were like, Nancy Clue. 
it was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was this week's episode. Uh, once again, my name is Brian. My name is Anthony. <laughs> my name is Jen. And I am Joe. And have a great week, everyone. All right, all right, all right. All right. I hate you so much. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs>